Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 138, Squish and Sales. Enjoy the show. I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun. Um, I just love custard creams. Good. I'm just eating one, as you've unfortunately had to witness. Um, and uh, they're just really good. I, 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 used, I did used to like a custard cream. I um, I think I might have a go at making some, because I made those custard biscuits last summer. I was going to say early, mm-hmm. earlier in the year, but it wasn't. It was it was probably about Times. this time last year. <laughs> um, yeah. But I didn't. I didn't make them. Um, I didn't fill them, but they tasted like the biscuit part of custard creams. I was going to make a comment about the weather, but it might be too boring. Just that last year, in lockdown, it was like bright and sunny all the time. Yeah. And this spring has been very grey, and until recently, very rainless. Yeah, it rained a lot yesterday. The sun went in just as you began that um, segue. Magic. I'm magic. We had thunder and rain yesterday. Mm, I got um, a little bit rained on my walk home, but it rained lots and then it stopped. And then it started once I got home. So that's right. As I said, probably not a very interesting comment to make. Cool story, bro. But but I made it all the, all the same. Um, uh, okay, I do have notes. I mean, are they going to be interesting? No. Uh, oh, I am fully vaccinated as of today. What? what? Well... Mr. Pfizer says after 10 days, you're at 95%, yeah. 10 days after your second vaccine. But mostly people have been saying like three weeks. Yeah. And it's three weeks since I had my second vaccine. So I am invincible. But what I've got to do is start using this immediately because soon the people in their 30s are going to get start getting vaccinated and I'm no longer going to be special. <sighs> I mean, mainly I've been thinking I should be on dating apps being like, yo, I'm vaxxed. <laughs> but for the moment, there aren't a huge number of 31-year-olds who have had their second dose. In the fact, there aren't many who have had their first. But basically, what I'm saying is, um, I no longer feel at risk of death all the time. Just some of the time. Just some of the time. Just a normal amount of the time. And, you know, Jessica, the, the 41-year-olds are getting theirs, so it's not long to go for you, is it? I know. I'm, I'm using the omni-calculator. Omni-cal- uh... I mean, it's obviously it's not accurate. It's not going to tell you when you're going to get your your vaccination, but it gives you a rough idea. But what's interesting about it is that it watching it change as the mm. numbers change. Does um, it speed up or slow down or both? Uh, well, both depending on how it's going. Um, when it first started, I think I'm. I think our, its estimate is now slightly later than it was for the first estimate it ever gave me. But at one point, it got like much closer. At one point, it was saying that I was. I. I. I it would be sometime between. It would be in April, and, the, and of course, the faster it goes, the smaller the window is as well, because it, it yeah. only works on the last seven days data, I think, in terms of ad, administ, administ, administering, administration, administrament. It's exciting, isn't Administance. it? Um, I was reeked poorly after my second one. Um, they, everyone, as I went in, commented on how I was dressed, and then I said to all of them, "It's a special occasion." <laughs> I didn't wear a suit. Did I wear a suit for my... Se- no, I just wore a nice frock. Um, I thought you wore your William Morris suit, or was that the first one? 
No, I was going to wear my pink suit for the first one, well, for both of them, but I did not fit into them. Maybe oh, I, I wore my William Morris one for the second one. Because I had to... Also, the thing with January was I had to wear so many layers. That's true. Um, maybe I've just seen a picture of you wearing it recently, but I'm now I'm thinking maybe that was a different I nearly occasion. wore it today. Uh, but I had like I had my big, my big fancy acrylic necklace on, oh, and yes, yes, I was yes. wearing a full... Well, I wore a full face for the first one, and like, but I wore makeup for the second. And uh, yeah, they were saying... I said, like, I love your necklace. I'm like, I just love that you've dressed up. And I was like, well, you've got to make an effort, haven't you? Uh, and then they said, take some paracetamol when you get home. And I thought, okay, I will. And I got home and I took some paracetamol. And 30 minutes later, I thought, oh, no, it's happening. And I felt uh, I was off work for for three days. Oh, no. Um, well, I was off work for two days with the Pfizer flu. Yeah. And two days with uh, an Emmy response to the Pfizer flu. I see, I see. But I was, um, uh, you know, but it was kind of fun because I was like, this is a finite issue as opposed to my normal health issues, which are infinite. And um, and also I was like, yeah, my, my immune system is working for once. <laughs> so, you know, look forward to that. Get some paracetamol in. Some soup. Excited. Do you need to buy some more soup? I've eaten all my soup. Actually, I've got some celery in the fridge that I need to make into some soup that I bought soup th- soup for the purposes of. Um, you bought soup for the what? I bought celery. I'm saying it that in a weird way. I bought soup. celery okay. to make soup, and then now it's just sitting there. Um, yeah, I mean it's still it's still good. It's still soup worthy. Just haven't done it yet. It's going to be just se- celery soup. Celery and split pea. Okay, yeah, that's better. I thought it was going to be just celery, and that sounds no, that sounds a bit dull. So I'm fully vaccinated. Uh, what what have I written here? Oh yeah, that's boring. <laughs> just says, "Yo, I'm fully vaxxed. and then on the next line it says, "I made chili." Both things of important, same same level of importance. Same coat, same coat. I mean, it's not nothing. Not gonna die of a horrible pandemic disease. Made some nice vegan chili. Oh, we just had a sale for nine pounds eighty. I'll bore anyone with this story, but you know how everyone's like, "Well, you turn notifications off on your phone." Um, you know they're terrible for you. They make you an addict to your phony little dopamine hits. Yeah. The best notifications I turned on are the ones for sales from the shop, because otherwise I would just be constantly checking. And now I um don't. Yeah. I don't. I the shops reopened. I think that's that's new since we last recorded. That like my business operates kind of as it's meant to for the first time since December the 21st, uh, which as you've mentioned on this podcast, you, you were there for, I you was got there. to witness. I was there. Great a steady, A steady decline into... <laughs> oh, I was getting... We, we know that Saturdays, I slowly lose energy until 3pm, at which point I become useless for two hours until the shop shuts. Uh, so Jessica got to witness that. Plus, uh, knowing that there was going to be a big news announcement about things and so watching me anticipate that and, and it, it because it had been leaked so we already knew what it was going to be yeah and then they did, were they late for that one as well i think they were a bit but not as spectacular as the one in october <sighs> you've, you've managed to be with me at the last two major announcements about uh me having to shut my shop yeah um don't ever tell me what it looked like um because <laughs> i just me just just going I don't really remember the the October one because well I do because we were waiting for Strictly Come Dancing because we were waiting for Strictly Come Dancing but but we were watching a film anyway and to be honest I don't know that I would have watched it so no we were, I mean but it was we were me making on my dinner phone or going. something I don't remember so so every sort we're trying we, to watch Descendants 
that's when we kept on getting distracted by other things but we kept but we would check and go have they done it yet no have they done it yet also we were dressed as david and alexis Rose. that's right yes uh, yes great we times um yeah but my my shop is reopened and uh i have a basement now in the shop um and it's great i'm gonna live there i'm not actually i am moving i'm about to move in with a cat um and other people but cat um so it's kind of what i've been uh vibing i've uh opened a shop we've painted some walls in my shop i helped you did i need to pay you thank you um but i meant to work out how many hours you did and then i forgot and then i forgot to do the whole thing yeah anyway great times yeah, it was probably the last time I sort of did anything like particularly major. I've I've sort of done sowing seeds and stuff and allotmenty things. Have you now sown your seeds? I have. Great times. Um, so there I, there will be tomorrow. I mean, assuming they come up, there will be there will be food for the autumn. Do you have a windowsill full of little plant pots again? Yes. Um, what t- do you want? Do you want to tell us about what you've sown, or do you want to save that for a later segment? I've. Uh, I mean, I yeah, I can tell you now. I've done. I've done all my tomatoes and all my squash. And uh, some flowers, different kinds of flowers as well. Um, and then I think I'm going to do some direct sowing of other bits and bobs. I need to do my sweet corn. And I'm going to I'm going to do those in little trays. I think just to get them started. Mm. I was thinking about buying uh, a um, a poly house, but there are, is a it's a greenhouse, poly. but it's um, made of pl- like like it's got a, like a plastic a soft plastic cover on it, so you kind of slot all the bits together. Mm. Like a playhouse, yep, yep. Like a play, yeah. A little poly house. It's a it's a polytunnel, but it's the shape of a greenhouse. That's that's but they're out of stock is what you're. But they're out of stock. So well, I the the house I'm moving into has a much bigger um, garden and also less jungly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my friend and I, I texted them saying, uh, "Do you want to get really into growing veg?" And they replied saying, "Yes, please." And then we discussed Gardener's World. Because uh, I've now got into watching Gardener's World. Very good. So we're going to grow veg. I'm going to buy a wormery. That is exciting. I can um, sow you some tomato seeds if you want. Yes, please. Do because little, we're, little tray. we're not going to be there in time. I don't think I'm going to be in time to start planting. Well, uh, and there is an office in this house. This house I'm moving into <laughs> is weird, but in like fun ways. Yeah. There's the oh, the only room on the top floor is uh, a room that solely has a bath in it, a free st- like but like a freestanding <laughs> clawfoot tub. There's just um, it's got it's like a lovely it's like a fancy attic bath where you could, you could there's a shower downstairs in the bathroom, right? Or you could be like, excuse me, I'm going to the bath and like I'm gonna get really into wearing robes. I imagine. Is it like one of those bedrooms that has a bathtub in it? Like could um, that could that be the setup for it, or is it no, just no because. It's quite small, and the bath is basically in the middle. Oh, um, and there's also just an there's an office, uh, which a more unscrupulous landlords would have ripped out and turned into a very small bedroom. Yeah, but it is just a room with like a proper built-in desk and shelves. But I'm thinking of turning it into a propagation room. Exciting. <sighs> really excited about my worms. That's what I'm going to contribute. It's um, something that there's quite a lot of admin for. There has to be a system, you know, the little, you've got to rotate your trays. Yep, yep. I'm going to name them all. Um, sorry, you were talking actually about what you'd planted and I got excited about a uh, freestyle. Uh, no, that's bath. fine. Well, I've got um, uh, seven different varieties of tomato and eight different varieties of squash. Oh, God. I'll, I'll, I'll do you some courgettes as well if you want. Yeah, yeah. Well, courgettes are good. You don't need one plant and you've got enough to feed a family of six for yes. a year. 
give a man a courgette, he has a courgette. Teach a man to grow courgettes, the whole neighbourhood has courgettes. Like, watching Jess from Roots and Refuge, all of the nice I think I think that's YouTubers, where I got that line from. Um, you have, you have taught, you have turned me on to. Um, how, like, how do you, how do you, how do you choose tomatoes, Jessica? There are too, too many types of tomatoes. These are tomatoes I know of. Normal. <laughs> Yeah, cherry. Okay, I will allow a grape, but I'm going to put them in the mini category. Yeah, and then beefsteak. Those are the th- those are the three. What about, kinds what about of plum tomatoes? tomatoes? Okay, so the, well, the thing is, plum Tin, and tinned, grape, tinned plum, tinned chopped. Plum Prasant. and grape are just the same, but in two different sizes. Yeah, the way that's that normal true, yeah. And cherry. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then there's beefsteak, which is large, watery, and flavorless. Also, <laughs> you rang. Yeah, so I, I'm when people are like here are all my weird types of. Not weird, but many different specific types of tomato. I find it overwhelming. Um, that's fair. I've sort of expanded the range over over the few years. The first time I grew tomatoes, I just had two different kinds, and I had um, a variety called Alicante, which is normal, um, which is like mm-hmm. a, sal- a red salad, to- round salad tomato. Yeah. So that's like similar to what you buy in the supermarket for having in your salad or your sardines. Yeah. Something. You know, it's just a just a sort of tomatoes. yeah, like a box standard supermarket tomato style thing. Obviously, you grow it yourself in it. You know, store store bought tomatoes taste like disappointment, which is another reason refuge line. Um, and I had uh, ones called Ildi, which are little yellow grape tomatoes, but they look like um, tiny balloons because they have little sort of oh, they're um, big and point- small. Yeah, yeah, they kind of come to a point. Um, so those are two that I started with, and then I think this is the fourth. I think this is the fourth summer. Do you know what? I don't remember. What year is it? Twenty twenty one, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. This is the fourth. This is the fourth year. Okay. Because you got your allotment on the solstice. Was it the solstice? Or was it Daddy's birthday? It was no. It was it was what twelfth night. The the solstice party had been postponed, so then it was had on twelfth night. So it's the sixth of January, mm. twenty. I think it was twenty eighteen. So I think this is the fourth year. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I had it, it was when I was at the King and I. And um, I've expanded the range over the years. Uh, so the last couple of years, I've also done um, Super Roma, which is like a plum tomato, a red plum tomato mm-hmm. of sort of medium size. Um, the Alicante ones are relatively small. They're like a salad one. Um, and I did uh, Black Russians, which are a beef steak, but they're like really dark. Yeah a reddy brown colour and they're sort of they're sort of um, variegated and they're very nice um, and then this year I've added I also tried tomatillos which are fun to grow but I never know what to do with them so I, I don't I need to I feel like I need to work on that before I say anymore um, and then this year I've added um, green zebra which are a small green striped tomato um, I think they're bigger than a cherry, but smaller. They're like a really small salad tomato size, I think. Mm-hmm. Sort of golf ball size. I think that's what I'm expecting, anyway. And uh, chocolate. I can see my list from here. And I've got chocolate cherry, which are... Um, I think they're kind of like a dark a dark reddy brownie colour. Like, cho- like a chocolate colour. <laughs> uh, they're a, pl- they're a, a cherry tomato, obviously. And I've got Gardener's Delight, which um, I got from our dad. And I think those are a little vining ones, and they're really small tiny little cherry tomatoes and I think that's all the varieties I have yeah so there you go are these ones that you've planted from 
seeds you've bought or seeds you've saved? Uh, these are all seeds I've bought or been given. Because they're open propagation, so you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, I think I think pretty much they'd be. Um, <laughs> I know things. Very good. Uh, I I imagine that if I saved the seeds, they would be probably what I was expecting. Although I do plant them all together, so I don't know. But you just plant them and see what happens. Oh, save them and see what happens. But I, yeah, these are all these are all uh, from from packets. Um, from uh, Jess at plot thirty seven. Uh, continuing the range of only YouTubers, YouTube, being called Jess. YouTube Jessicas from the mid eighties, yeah. Um, and and she took a she showed a picture of the butternut squashes that she grew the oh, previous yeah. year, and they are the size of really large balloons, the size and shape of a really like big balloon, and they're green. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, who's I don't know what those are. <laughs> they are not butternut squashes. It feels like the the plural of squash should be squish, and it's not. Yeah, maybe we should start that. Um, I've got eight different varieties of squish. I can see from, again, I can see my list from here. Uh, I've got honey boats, which are the sort of stripy ones that I sowed last year, and were, came up way smaller than I was expecting them to be. I don't know if that's my... I think that's just I happen to grow really small ones. I don't know. It was a weird year for squash. Everything everything last year was weird, actually, because everything kind of um, grew and ripened really late in the year. Uh, I've got butternut squash. I've got hooligan squash, which are the little tiny sort of orange pumpkin type ones are those the ones we had that you roasted and that were yeah. absolutely amazing yeah I've still got some of those left I removed them from the windowsill the other day because they're still there and they're probably getting a bit warm when the sun hits them so I hope they're okay um, but I'll find out when I open them they've not got a soft spot like you, they rot from the outside in so you can tell but they've, they've started, they, they look a bit odd anyway I've got Hungarian blue which are blue ones nice I think will look quite like the one that Jesse grew that were supposed to be butternut squashes squish I have um, zephyr which is a type of courgette so those those first four were winter squash I have zephyr which is a, a type of courgette that's like yellow with a pale green end and they're very tasty and they, they look really cool when you when you cook them um, and they're, they're a national trust seed and they're like a national trust collection um, I have Black Beauty, which are just a, like a dark green, regular-looking courgette. I have uh, Soleil, which is a yellow courgette, bright yellow. Like the sun? Yep. And uh, I have Patty Pan, which are Patty Pan. I know about Patty Pan from Farmville, the Facebook game. Very good. I have uh, the, the packet comes with three uh, different colours in. Mm -hmm. uh, last year I got yellow and green. So we'll see, but there there are also white ones. So we'll see what comes up this year because obviously I only you can't tell when you when you sow them which the seeds are going to turn into. So it's kind of potluck to see what what they will look like. Uh, yeah, that's that. That's nice. Thank you. Sorry, that's nice. Sally really just missed if I am actually interested. <laughs> Got really into uh, last last this time last year. I was getting all into my historical costumers on YouTube. This year, it's all about my allotment. YouTubers, um, yep. which I say mine, the one that you introduced me to, but um, this is my favourite TV channel. Shall I tell you about the chilli I made? Can do. It was really good. I made vegan chilli. Um, I used lentils and a tin of kidney beans with chilli sauce, but then I also added paprika and chilli flakes and something else. And uh, I had it four days in a row, and the first day I had it with rice and creme fr uh, sorry, s sour cream on top, so it stop being vegan and then the next day I made nachos <laughs> so I had my, all my, my tortilla chips um, like uh, Sainsbury's Morrison's also does a value 
tortilla chip that's like 35p oh yes and i know really the good. kind yeah mm-hmm. and they come in a clear plastic bag yeah uh put the put my microwave chili on top uh sour cream and grated cheese nice and you then to really um, elevate that bit of guacamole yeah uh and then the next day i was not feeling super well so i stopped um doing it where i microwaved the rice i heated up the chili and then poured it onto the nachos i just microwaved a bowl of chili and poured a load of nachos on top of it yeah um uh again with the sour cream and the grated cheese and it was so good uh to the extent that i thought maybe i'll just buy more stuff and make more chili and i'll just eat chili every day (laughs) i don't think it's a bad idea this week's big meal. The previous week I made sweet potato mac and cheese, which is a Nigella recipe and it's just amazing. It's got loads of feta in it. Oh, and okay. You, yeah, you um you boil a sweet potato, mash it up and stir it in with your um white sauce and grated cheddar and feta. And then you're meant to bake it, but I did not have the I couldn't be bothered. And we didn't have an appropriate dish. So I just made it on the stovetop. Um and it was still delicious. Uh, so this this week's that again I got four portions out of. So this week's four portion meal was meant to be a, a kind of bolognese, but um, I haven't actually had the energy to cook it yet. I mean it's Thursday, so yeah. maybe that will be next week, and I'll just continue having um, other small meals or non-repeat meals. I've got really into frozen uh, pot stickers. Nice. They're really easy to cook. At first I was quite terrified, and now they're really easy. I might try and get some. I do like them. And I made it yesterday. I had a bowl of uh, I cooked up, cooked, boiled my rice, and you put a stock cube in at the beginning so it tasted something, and then uh, put in some edamame beans, nice. um, and uh, served that with uh, some soy sauce on it. And then I had my frozen pot stickers with a little dipping sauce I made, which is um, rice vinegar, soy sauce, and a little bit of honey. Um, and I mean, um, it is very authentically uh, a British. Um, <laughs> Uh, but it's it's really yum. It feels fancy to have something that involves a dipping sauce. Yeah. Uh, you know what I really want, Jessica? What do you really want, Rosie? A Pizza Express at the Excel Centre. Oh my god, do you know what? I actually um, went on the Pizza Express website the other day just to see what was on the menu. <laughs> I want us to go to a convention and go and have a pizza, a big glass of wine and a pudding. Yeah, and the glass of wine arrives way before the food. Then you just do some merry book book browsing, um, and and I have realised my problem is, is that I love to hydrate. So if you give me an alcoholic beverage, I drink it at the speed I would drink water. Oh, I see. Yes. Constantly. So I realise that if you give me a glass of wine or a sherry, I don't like savour it. Not because I'm like, yeah, let's get drunk, but because I'm like, well, here's some liquid. Liquid. I, I shall ingest this. <laughs> Jessica. No, I do have exciting news, but it's about the future. I'm going on a to to a social event tomorrow. Oh where I'm going to go to meet somebody at a cafe where we have booked a table to sit outside. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm so excited. Uh, uh, it feels weird. It feels like that even though it's it's fully allowed, I'm like, God, I'm an absolute renegade. But um, again, she's fully vaxxed. Yeah. And um, uh, so I'm going to go and meet uh, my lovely friend, Serena, and have a coffee. Oh, that's nice. I'm so excited. I've got to get the train. Oh, goodness. I know. I got a bus last week. Oh, this is a, might be a fun story. I took two days off last week because I had a cold, uh, and I was all settled in 
for Wednesday's uh, poorly day. I'm professional. I love to show off when I have a cold because I got like this perfect tea tray ready. I had a cup of, uh, I had a, a pot of um, blueberry roibosh tea. I had, there you go, callback. I had my <laughs> I cold and flu medication. I had, a, I had a packet of custard creams. I had a box of tissues. I had, uh, I had my mobile phone and a television remote. Uh, I'm uh, chef's kiss. I'm absolutely nailing this. At which point, a pallet, a pallet of wool that didn't belong to us, got delivered to my shop, and I had to go into work and yell at at Norway for delivering me two pallets worth of yarn, only four boxes of which were mine. Did did the other bits of it? Did they all belong to one person and was a one a one a uh, one person? Was that the, one now, other order? She's now my friend. Uh, and is, um, were they supposed to be in the UK or had some been accidentally exported? No, l- luckily, what they did was they sent us two orders. One one was mine, one was for Sharon and Ramsbottom. Right. Um, well, that's nowhere near here. No, I know, it's not like they went for somewhere, like, also within the M25 <laughs> thing. <laughs> um... And uh, I thought something was up when we got an email saying, hi, are you able to take a delivery of two pallets and of wool? And I said, number one, tracking says it's still in a Norwegian's customs warehouse. And number two, I'm expecting four boxes of wool. I don't know why this would be on two pallets. And they said, cool, great, we'll deliver it. Do you have a forklift? And I was like, again? <laughs> how big are these boxes? <laughs> like, Or how small is the forklift you're expecting? And uh, anyway, uh, and so I thought, they're sending us somebody's somebody else's order and i was right uh but i did not enjoy being vindicated because i had to get out of bed and i i then had to get my first bus in 13 months to get to work uh the shop had to buy a starbucks but it had necessity uh, had to be delivered to to us um and i sent some quite crazed emails to the delivery company to the supplier and to Sharon from Ramsbottom, whose order it is, saying, Hi, Sharon, this is under control, uh, but this is the situation, and she's now my friend. Well, there you go, at least you got something out of it. The order got picked up on, from, this was Wednesday, it got picked up from us on Thursday and delivered to her on Friday, so it was not, like, a huge, big palaver. Yeah. But that was, that was my fun times last week. And then I came in on the Friday, because I then had to take Thursday off, because I did not really get much rest on Wednesday and um, and then I came in so I took Thursday off came in on Friday and did almost no work well you showed up I showed up I, I, so I, wor- I worked on my bank holiday instead I went in and had a lovely day to myself in my basement that's nice um, do you have a song? I do have a song I have a legit song that I thought of like earlier in the week um, because I watched the video it was recommended to me on YouTube and I enjoyed the video and it's Don't Need Nothing by Ali and AJ and I mean, I enjoyed the song as well. Otherwise, I wouldn't know. Sure. Suggesting it. Um, uh, but the, the the I think the reason I enjoyed the video is because obviously they made it themselves because it's a new release, so they made it like in pandemic conditions, and it yes. has a real air of um, well, we're here. Shall we just muck about in a field? <laughs> and so it's it's it's, it's you know, there's something quite fun about it. My song is called "Shake Sugary" and is by Elizabeth Cotton and Brenda Evans. Um, there, I, there's a Spotify playlist we got recommended at the shop called Woman, Women of Folk um, uh, and I thought yep this is going to be good and I've added quite a lot of it to the Slipstitch Radio uh, uh, playlist and this is from uh, the album artwork tells me that this recording is from the Smithsonian Archives <laughs> 
Um, okay. And it's, I guess, a really like proper old school blues song. Um, but it's really good. Do what I need till I shake sugary. I accidentally played it twice in a row because instead of uh, doing add to playlist, I pressed add to queue. Uh, so oh, yeah. I was just in the shop and I thought, this is a long song, twice. <laughs> right, we've done our song. Should we do some snacks? Let's do some snacks. Um, have you thought of one in the last 40 minutes? Uh, yeah, I have. Okay, great. Blueberry yogurt. Okay. Oh my god, I've just thought of a really much nice better one I could blueberry do yogurt today. the other day. Um... Uh, uh, we don't know if it's a bilberry or fruit of the flipping forest. Um, I'm also I'm going to pivot from what I've written and say that mine is also blueberry themed because it's um, an election day in the UK and there's a, a little coffee shop next to the porter cabin where I vote and uh, they do a blueberry brioche which is a sort of round brioche and it's got a kind of custody filling and blueberries. Oh yes, I, I, I think you've told me about these before. Um, so I I got my I voted I got a coffee and a blueberry brush. Woo woo! That was really good. And of course, and I got a free pencil because of the the Rona. They tell you to. They, I arrived and they said, "Have you brought your own pencil?" And I said, "No, <laughs> I did not know." I, like after the other year where there was that weird campaign all these right wingers were having about bring bring a pen because <laughs> they thought that people were going to rub out. <laughs> Oh, everyone's yeah. answer it was amazing telling Americans this because they were like oh, people think they're going to hack the computers we vote on and I said yes people think they're going to hack our votes with an eraser <laughs> we, we vote we, um, we vote with what are essentially Ikea pencils <laughs> um, so instead I got a, so I said I don't I did not bring a pen so I got given a free pencil oh um, there you go so I got a, and I got I got to take my polling card home which is I guess I'll frame it um, yeah, so I voted and then I got a coffee and a... Oh, I always end up brioche. coming home with my polling card. You don't have to oh, take maybe. them. I know. I just thought it was easier. Oh, yeah. I always I might forget mine. who I was. <laughs> who I was claiming to be. I frequently forget um, my address when I, when I arrive. <laughs> like, hello, where do you live? And I'm like, uh... Yeah. Well, I live in the same postcode. Like, the the sorry, the shop postcode is really similar to my home postcode. Oh um, yes, in the where I go, they they've you can they've they've divided up the ward. So depending on what road you are, depends on what what desk you go to to sort of check in. So then it always takes me a go to work out what list I'm on, and I'm just going down like what road, what road, where do I? How what? is alphabet? Who am I? Also, and then sometimes it's not, but it's also not necessarily the same table. So if you went to the one on the left last year, last time, like I voted. Oh. You don't. Well, you don't always go. They don't always divvy yeah. them up the same. So it's not like I know that I go to that one. There was a one-way system this year, but it meant you went into the opposite end of the porter cabin. Oh god, that's stressful. And a woman tried to bring her dog in. Um, it's dogs at polling stations, not in polling stations. Should we do needle and fed? Shall us? Needle and fed. Needle and fed. Okay. Um, I'm still just working on one knitting project. I've become. A one woman, one project woman, and it's now big enough that I'm actually sitting under it, which is my big ass blanket. <laughs> That's not the name of the project. It's called the Habitation Throw, but it's just a, it's my big ass blanket. Um, and it's uh, I I'm like I've done all the I've not I've done all the decreases, but I'm well into the uh, decrease section. I'm concerned about how my colours are going to work, and I don't think I will have all four towards the end, which is kind of what I would like, so that I can do my stripes still. But we'll see how it goes. Um, it is uh, it, the, now the rows are short enough that I can sit under it and knit 
and knit it because it, it's got enough give that I can kind of flip it back and forth without flipping the whole thing over. Yeah. So I I have not done a single other project. That's I think my that's fine. Yeah. I'm still it. doing my big blanket. Mm. I think so, it's going to be I'd several like to... years. Um, I'm coming up on a year of doing my cross stitch. Um, so that's exciting. did a bit on it this week, which is called a detached buttonhole. And um, allegedly there's a technique to it. But if you look at it, I, it, it I, I followed the instructions, but it looks so messy. I'm tempted to take it out and do something else instead. I think that's reasonable. Um, they, they're merely guidelines. <laughs> Um, yeah, but my, my big, my big blanket, uh, I didn't, I counted the stitches for the first time. Right. Um, and, uh, because somebody asked me how many stitches it was and I said, I have at no point bothered counting. (laughs) Uh, And I counted that row and it was 212. And then, uh, I have done enough decreases that even if I had miscounted, my margin of error means we definitely are below 200 now. Yeah. Um, and I, every, well, every other row decreases two stitches so basically it decreases a stitch a row um so that feels yeah and it it just speeds up because of um exponentials because Because of science and and percentages maths because at 200 stitches two stitches is one percent but at 100 stitches two stitches is two percent two percent so it's getting faster Mm. Maths. What have we seen this week? What have we seen this week? Oi! I'm still reading. Very good. Not to brag, but I have now been reading all year. But my, I was reading uh, our books from Yalk. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, I started one, which is a, a YA one, and I think it's going to be fairly rubbish. But I'm committed to reading it now. Yeah. And I, I started it, and I read it for one night, and then I started reading another. Um, light-hearted mystery book on Libby and that's basically all I read um, so I read the first of the books that the Murder She Baked mysteries are based on which aren't called Murder She Baked which should have been my first clue that it would be rubbish they're just called the Hannah Swenson mysteries right. and the first one is called the Chocolate Chip Cookie Mystery which is the first name of the Murder She Baked films but not called Murder She Baked anyway, it's terrible um, it's incredibly mean to fat people all the way through, despite the fact that the main character literally owns a cookie shop. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, uh, um. yeah. It's um, uh. also they describe that de- it takes ages for the detective Mike to appear, and he's in it from the beginning of the films. Yeah. Um, and I was like, is Mike even in this? Uh. And he is. Um, and they describe him, and it does not sound attractive at all. And I was very confused, because I realised he's meant to be really hunky. Um, and then they talked about how he had a moustache. And I'm not saying that people with moustaches can't be attractive. Uh, Mike Wozniak is this year's Taskmaster boyfriend. But um, it just wasn't what I was expecting. <laughs> I was like, and he had a big moustache. And I was like, what? And basically, he didn't look like the actor they cast. Like, and that like really, th- that really threw me <laughs> Um, so that was rubbish, but don't worry, I found another series, and of course it being a library that's providing these books, um, if there was a long series, there's a real roll of the dice as to whether you get book one, but if you yeah. do get book one, you'll then get book one, three, uh, six, seven, eight, thirteen. <laughs> so, um, I had to read book two of a series, uh, but the series is called The Amish Sweet Shop Mysteries. That sounds tremendous. Um, and yeah, it's that 
they're set in an Amish sweet shop. Uh, and all the way through, even though it was book two, the main character would be like, oh, yes, this reminded me of when I left New York. And <laughs> you'd be like, oh, yeah, OK, I'm, I'm up to speed. It's very weird. I don't know if the person who's writing about it has any connection with the Amish. Um, but every time somebody uses an Amish word, it's in italics, which feels a little weird. Oh. <laughs> and it would be like, oh, yes, mommy. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, mm. uh, thank you. That's how you say thank you. Or maybe it's a danky. Anyway, I've already forgotten. Um, but I read that, and that was pretty good compared to the chocolate chip. To the, the disaster that was the chocolate chip. And now chip I'm reading chip. an actual book that is still also a mystery, but is well regard. Yeah, it was really bad. Um, but, uh, um,. Yeah, I have another one, but I don't know if you have anything. Uh, you've just reminded me of getting Saddle Club books out of the library when I was a child, and the like not having all of the series. And there, I mean, there are about forty of them, I think. But um, they were, it was the the weird selection of them. It was like random numbers of the series, um, and then not, but also not borrowing them in any semblance of order. Just on sort of what ones I wanted to read at that right juncture. So probably some of them I read twice, and some of them I I never read because they didn't nope. have them. I think their selection also dwindled over the over the, the the years that I was reading them. So by the time I sort of borrowed the last one, I was like, they had literally like two. Uh, do you think they either fell apart or kleptomaniac tweens? Kept them? <laughs> um, um, I little of column A, little of column B. <laughs> yeah, what's weird about these ones is that they are from um, like their e-books. So it's not like they have to work out which, like, what space it's going to take up to get the whole series. Yeah. I mean, I know that there's still a cost to the licenses and stuff. And what's available in print at the time or something, it's like. Yeah. Like, what's physically, you know, if like, oh, we'll order the, the next one of these, oh, we're out of the next one, but we've got the one after that. So, okay, we'll have the one after that, and then we'll try and fill in the gap later. So, Steen, um made a little dolly uh, yes. corset. Yes, she did. In fact, there's been a run of um, costuming YouTubers... Um, historical costumers making um, historically accurate Disney costumes and that's obviously not super original but there have been loads and um, Morgan Donna did like the best one because she did the um, what uh, Ariel wears on the beach <laughs> which is a sail and I thought it was going to be a joke that she had just wrapped a big piece of fabric around her and gone like lol I'm joining in no, no, no. She um, researched and then recreated a 18th century sail. <laughs> and it's got, like, the right reinforcements and it's got the um, eyelets for the rigging and the right kind of rope. <laughs> and <laughs> she basically, yeah, tries to make as accurate a sail as possible and then wrap it around her. Um, and it works really well. Um, yeah, there have been some really good ones. Uh, uh, Carolina made a um snow white that's really amazing i i thought um, that i i haven't watched the video yet but i saw that she had done that it looks so cool i want to make my snow white costume properly i have so many embellishments i want to add i'm gonna it, oh, snow white 2.0 is gonna be now that i've got really into embroidery like i am prepared to take the time yeah for um like i want to do sequins and beads and all kinds of excitement on it. Also, I want it to actually um, be sewn together first. That would be a good start, I guess. I see, I see, yes. Um, I think I, I watched a number of Sosteen videos yesterday and um, she was talking about the um, the black and white striped dress from the end of Sleepy Hollow. 
and I had watched a Rachel Maxey video about the black and white dress from the end of Sleepy Hollow the other day and I know that it's something other people have done so I think it'd be very easy to go down a, a YouTube rabbit hole of um, people making the black and white striped dress from the end of Sleepy Hollow a film I've never seen but it, it's I, I have seen the bit that the dress is in because it's in it very very briefly so people have, have put the clip in their videos because it's such a short like shot uh now yeah now I want to rewatch Sleepy Hollow um I just love sewing YouTube so much and I also can feel I'm in a particular mood for either gardening or sewing YouTube yes I think I tend to go gardening in the morning sewing in the evening mm yeah um I also watched Sestine make the vi- make the a video where she made the um you know the, the strawberry dress the um Yes, the Lyrica Mitoshi one. Yes, thank you. Um, that everyone um, was raving about a little while ago, but she and then people were sort of recreating. So she did a um, uh, she she did that, but it was the uh, the pink um, uh, the pink embroidered dress from the V and A. Uh, that's like the Regency. Uh, it's like a really bright pink, like yeah. sheer with um, uh, with embroidered um, edges. There's a, a reproduction of it that I think Anya Taylor Joy wears in Emma. Yes, there is. It's it is that one, and it's it's on display in the V&A. So it's quite. I I think it does have a name. So it's you like you'd know it if you saw it. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but it is called something on. like the the pink the pink dress or something. Um. Uh, so she but so she uh used strawberries as all the embroidery instead of the flowers that are on the original. I, I really liked Rachel Maxey's Halloween version of the strawberry oh, dress, because yeah. she found that um, like embroidered bat fabric. Yeah. I really want the strawberry dress. I mean, I could, that's an achievable goal. Yeah, I think, I think. I could just save it up and buy it. Yeah. No, I don't want to make it. <laughs> I can't be bothered. I have not sewn a garment. Well, no, I finished my jumper end of last year, but a sweatshirt that I had cut out over a year previously. Um... Yeah, sewing YouTube. Sewing sewing YouTube is is better in the rain. Yeah, I can understand that. Cozy. Um, I'm tired now. I don't want to sing anymore. Okay. Okay, so that's an episode. Yes, it is. Uh, but we will be back uh soon, and that's good. <laughs> should we? Do you want to do? Should we do our outro? Yes. I'm very excited. Bye, Rosie. Bye, Jessica. You have been listening to Rosie, Rosie and Jessica's, Jessica's Day of Fun. fun. Yeah, it's really good, isn't it? There are over a hundred episodes of Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, and you can hear them all in the podcatcher of your choice or at rosieandjessica.co.uk, where you can also find show notes with links to everything we've discussed in this episode. We're on social media. Find us at facebook.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica, on Instagram at Oh My Greyhounds, and on Twitter at The Day of Fun Show. You can also email us on hello at rosieandjessica.co.uk. To support Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, become a monthly subscriber via our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica, or kit yourself out in Rosie and Jessica t shirts and tote bags from shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash Oh My Greyhounds. Enjoyed the show? Please rate and review us. We'll be back in a fortnight. Thanks for listening.